0: listening to nostalgia be damned
1: hello everybody my name is zach i'm brandon aka dj hypnosil
0: (laughs) the slicer the dicer and this time they're not any nicer. I hate you. Place You're listening- your bets. <laughs> oh,
1: God, there was more? I hate you. You're <laughs> listening to Nostalgia Be Damn, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s, and we look at them objectively and maturely, or not so maturely, and decide, do they hold up now that we've grown up?
0: This week, we watched 2003's horror franchise crossover? Sure. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. You hate me. So, yeah, we do these episodes every once in a while where one of us, you know, hasn't seen the movie or, or really just has no affinity for it whatsoever. Uh, next week's movie will be your payback for yeah, this. Yeah, next week will be payback. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, I, I, we, we've we discussed my love of horror uh, many times on this show. Mm-hmm. So big slasher head. Big slasher head over here. Uh, and these were two of my favorite characters growing up. Like, I mean, characters in any genre. I loved Freddy Krueger and I loved Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. and I remember it, this being a huge goddamn deal at on the playground. Uh, actually, technically, I'd be in middle school, so it was more like you know the soccer field, those type areas where you'd hear people talking like, "I just saw Freddy versus Jason in theaters." Holy shit! We played soccer on my soccer fields. Yeah, no, only nerds do that. The cool kids talk about. No,
1: I know specifically that nerds hang out on athletic fields without playing athletics.
0: Yeah, well, then if we weren't there, dude, we were you know kneeling. Or, or rather like back against a brick wall. Trading up trading Pokemon. Trading cards. Pokemon cards, yeah. yes, dude. You're slaying, a freaking poos. Nerd no, in one slaying poos. No, no, dude.
1: not at all. You were not slaying poos <laughs> and trading cards. And Pokemon chatting Freddy cards. versus Jason? <laughs>
0: you bet your goddamn ass I Ugh, was, dude. False. But yes, uh, this was a a big movie for me. Honestly, as a kid, I remember it was actually one of the first movies I had to convince my parents to buy the DVD. Like I had to give them the money, and they had to go <laughs> through the register first, because otherwise you'd go through and they'd be like, "Oh, can I see some identification? Are you seventeen years old?" Yeah, very good. What oh, fucking dicks. Yeah, it was a it was a great Walmart cashier, right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, no, very
1: good. Apologies to all Walmart cashiers.
0: <laughs> but I honestly, I'm kind of sad that I didn't grow up. In the 1980s, when like it, had I been a teenager when these movies were coming out, fucking year after year from mm-hmm. these different horror franchises, I feel like I would have really fit in there because in the early 2000s, the the genre kind of died. They did the scream resurgence in the 90s, and then it kind of died
1: for a while. Well, I mean, man, if you look at a lot of these slasher films, they have tropes from the 80s where it's like you know they didn't care about so much the acting and the 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 special effects didn't you know.
0: They didn't weigh in
1: as much as they did in the 2000s because, man, some of the stuff that they pull in this film looks bad. So I think it's just a movie, you know, a genre that kind of died out with the times. And, you know, I guess you be the judge on whether or not making slasher films in the 2000s was actually a good idea. Yeah, I hope it comes back.
0: I hope we have a resurgence. I mean, we did the whole remake and now we're doing... again we're shooting, we're recording this in may so by the time halloween you know the new Halloween reboot. I wonder if that will then spawn whether or not it's successful and good. And another
1: kind of resurgence. Well, do you think it's going to be like back? one of those traditional slashers? Because I feel like it's going to be more like contemporary, modern as far as I know, horror film that we've been getting
0: lately. They're really shooting to go back to the original movie itself to really make a, an old school classic type slasher. So probably minimal gore, I would assume, unless they ratchet it up a bit to today's standards. But it's supposed to play as a direct sequel to. Halloween. I we're gonna have to see, man. I don't know. I, I'm excited either way. Yeah. But for a quick plot synopsis for the uninitiated, uh Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorize the teenage population. Except this time, they're out to get each other too. Ooh, <laughs> kind of. Kind IMD of. <laughs> synopsis. Yeah. By the way, something that takes over an hour to get to an
1: hour and five minutes. I know. I checked the timestamp. <sighs> Fucking kill me. (laughs) So, Freddy vs.
0: Jason was directed by Ronnie Yu. He also brought us over a dozen Chinese and Korean pictures that I'm not going to slaughter titles. I will tell you, his American is a terrible cultural appropriationist. Is that a word? I don't go for it. I coined it. He uh, brought us Bride of Chucky. Thank God. Yeah. Warriors of Virtue, Formula Fifty One, and Fearless. Um, This was kind of his calling card, his biggest and most popular. Film of his filmography. I mean, thus far.
1: I can see where the draw came into this, but I understand that uh, it had some issues getting out into the theaters. That it did. Uh, so, it, first off, it cost
0: thirty million dollars, which is more than any of these movies have ever cost, even remotely come close to costing wound up grossing eighty two million in the U S. and one hundred fourteen million worldwide. It finished ninth at the box office that year. Uh, it beat every other horror movie in two thousand three, which were the following: The Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Oh, I saw
1: that in theaters. That was
0: a big deal too. Yeah, this one's when horror that was kind of, of making
1: I, money again. That one I kind of cared about, if I remember.
0: Gothica, uh, Identity. That was a pretty good one with John Cusack in yeah, the I liked hotel. The I like that. Yeah. Uh, what are we? Underworld. Final Destination two. Uh, 28 Days Later. My favorite, among favorite yep, movie. Great one. Jeepers Creepers 2, uh, Dreamcatcher, Cabin Fever, Wrong Turn, and House of a Thousand Corpses. Cabin so, Fever. Really bad.
1: <laughs> you know. <I'll>, it's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's, it's not great, but... They decided to make a shot-for-shot remake of that, too, which of is cabin fever? very bizarre a few Why? years ago. It's on Netflix. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> too late. So uh, Freddy vs. Jason made $82 million here. Uh, behind Scream 1 through 3, it's the fourth highest-grossing slasher of all time. It's got a 5.8 on IMDb and a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ugh. So before we get into the plot, I do want to get into kind of the backstory of this because the plot, for the most part, despite it being really convoluted,
1: there's We we can skip over some stuff Dude I genuinely <laughs> right. don't you know You forgot the, the entire movie I don't, I don't know what the I mean. fuck happened in this movie <laughs> All I know is that I sat through an hour and five minutes Before the two titular characters met <laughs> Okay uh, uh, So uh, that, uh, This is the 11th Friday
0: the 13th movie And the 8th Nightmare on Elm Street entry
1: Ooh Actually that sparks a question Do you think this is more of a Nightmare on Elm Street movie Or more uh, of a Friday the 13th movie I Crunch do think it's more of
0: a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and and bigger question. So we've already talked about my history. What was your history with this these two franchises whatsoever?
1: Dude? I've seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's it. Okay, so you had
0: only seen a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I,
1: I I've been very upfront in this podcast that you have. slashers were not really my thing. It's and I not that I keep doing this. To I, you. I, yeah, you keep doing this to me, and I keep putting up with it for some <laughs> reason oh man but i mean that's not to say that i don't like some slashers like i love scream yep love yep. scream uh we we watched one We watched halloween h2o we've watched a bunch yeah of them. there were there's a couple that i i don't i don't they just don't do it for me i gotcha i don't really connect with them um i know what you did last summer dude <laughs> <laughs> i mean exactly. ryan philippe's great <laughs> oh
0: boy uh but so what would you say going into the movie you even even though you had never seen a Friday the thirteenth movie, it's impossible not to know the character. Yeah, no, Jason. I mean yeah, of you course still know
1: yeah. you still know Jason Voorhees and what his shtick is. I I was a little lost on some of the backstory, but you know, I knew that his thing was like he goes around killing teenagers.
0: Yes. I was like, curious to get your opinion on this, and it'll be nice to know what's someone who really has no because this this movie was really, I will say, that's a the most, pioneer. A pioneer yeah. in Starting this movies that were based solely on fan, it's literally just a fan movie. Like if you have no affinity for these franchises, this movie must be a. I <laughs> mean, a real piece it's, of It shit. kind of
1: goes all, <laughs> along with like A V P. Well, yeah, which that I came did out after this. Yeah, yeah which because I of the success. I loved Alien, and I like Predator. I'm not crazy about Predator, but I, I love Alien, and uh, that movie is like cancer. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> AVP is just awful. Um, but it, it is kind of interesting. And I think that's going to be the most interesting part about this particular episode of our podcast is just it really is kind of a clean slate for me because the only film I've seen out of all of them was A Nightmare on Elm Street. And I swear to God, it's been years and years and years. I barely remember the movie. Yeah. Uh, for, for fans of this, these two
0: genres, these two franchises rather, it, it was extremely exciting for these two to finally come together and You think about, like, the Marvel universes and all these shared universes now, Mm -hmm. but but back in the early 2000s, it had been done before, but it it was very, kind of relatively new, you know what I mean? So it was like But I mean, a
1: huge budget for this movie, at least at the time, a huge budget. For sure. So
0: the original Friday the 13th was released in 1980 in the wake of John Carpenter's classic halloween obviously which came out in 1978 i believe so the first film of course features a murderous pamela Voorhees, aka jason's mother as the killer in a third act reveal it's actually more of a mystery movie rather than an outright slasher people get you know knocked off one by one but it's more of like who's this who's killing someone kevin bacon's in there you see a bit of his dick oh wow always a plus good for him (laughs) good for us good for us (laughs) Uh, Jason becomes the sack-headed killer in the sequel after his mother is killed at the end of the first one. Then he gets his trademark hockey mask in the third entry. That was followed by part four, the final chapter, then a new beginning, then Jason lives in part six, there's a new blood in part seven, and Jason takes Manhattan in part eight. Paramount Pictures at this point was not liking the direction the, the, the franchise was going. It was making less and less with each once return. You, once
1: you take, Manhattan, <laughs> once you take Manhattan, that's when you gotta put you a stop the on shark. it. Or so they were if like, you go into space.
0: Well, yeah, they'll get there. Oh, I know they do. So Paramount, they declared the franchise kind of dead. They weren't doing anything with it. Uh, meanwhile, in 1984, Wes Craven releases A Nightmare on Elm Street featuring the maniacal child killer, Freddy Krueger, whom is burned to death by the residents of the town for his atrocities the ultimate street justice Mm -hmm. and this movie was actually praised for being original and creative and friday the 13th was considered just another slasher you know halloween is considered a classic at the time was as well yeah and a nightmare on elm street was was critically acclaimed friday the 13th was not it was just another throwaway like who gives a shit no a
1: nightmare on elm street is a brilliant concept it's a
0: great concept a great concept Freddy haunts the children of Elm Street in their dreams. Yeah, he does this for uh, many entries. So part two, Freddy's back. Part three, the dream warriors. Then the dream master, followed by the dream child. And then, of course, part six, Freddy's dead, but he isn't. (laughs) Largely considered the most successful property at New Line for years. In fact, it was actually referred to as the house that Freddy built, New Line Cinema, which, of course, went on to do Lord of the Rings and a bunch of huge franchises. Mm -hmm. Wes Craven wound up reinvigorating the franchise in 1995 with New Nightmare, which was sort of kind of a meta retrospective. Actually, it might have been 94. Uh, kind of a meta retrospective on the series, kind of ahead of its time. and it was kind of commenting on how ridiculous these movies had gotten. Yeah. At that point, that movie made even less than all the other ones. So they were like, fuck, we're done with this shit. New Line acquired the rights to Friday the 13th in the 1990s, but they couldn't use the Friday the 13th title. They could only use the character of Jason Voorhees. So they pump out Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday in 1993. And at the end of that movie, fans finally got... Because now Friday the 13th is under New Line. At the very end of the movie, Jason's supposedly dead. Freddy's glove comes out of the sand and pulls his mask in the sand. And everyone lost their fucking mind in 1990. Then... They were like, all right, how do we move forward? There was no script. They kept coming out with script after script, and that went on for years. And so eventually they're like, well, we can't just let both of these series sit here without doing anything. Let's make another one, but let's set it in the future so it doesn't fuck with anything uh, we want to do in Freddy vs. Jason. So, so they released fucking lazy. <laughs> Jason X. And I, I technically, I think it was made in 2000, but just sat on a shelf for two years and was finally put out in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Two dismal
1: <laughs> reviews. And a I actually, I think I saw Box like half day. of that movie. Dude, that movie, is Didn't wild. you and I watch yes! half of that movie? So and fun. I was like, you it's have so to turn fun. this off. Ugh, I love it, but it's terrible.
0: Both films were eventually remade after the release of Freddy vs. Jason. So in total, Nightmare on Elm Street has nine entries, Friday the 13th has 12.
1: I would, I gotta say, I'm not crazy about all the reboots and remakes, but I wouldn't mind a 2019 Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: So when they remade that movie, I was genuinely excited because I was like, you know what? There's so much you could do with the concept. It's yeah. a brilliant concept. And they shat all over it, man. That, oh, is, man. A, that is a boring-ass waste of a remake. I'll say the Friday the 13th remake, like, strips it down to its bare basics and just does a classic, you know... Sequel. It, it brings nothing new to the game, but it's it's just it shot very yeah. well,
1: stylized. See, and I, I don't mind that one. I'm kind of like in this idea where I'd love to see more remakes that kind of like take the Evil Dead route, where it's like, you know what, sure, just fucking go for it, yeah, just do it.
0: And that movie really spun. I mean, like changed its tone and the yeah. direction altogether. Oh but- yeah. You know, what's the sense in doing the same shit again? I think it's nice to take a movie and, and, you know, bring a fresh perspective to it, or at least style. Yeah. Which is kind of what Rob Zombie did with his Halloween remake. However, you know, I don't want to see a a dirt fucking trailer
1: park of Michael Myers. I don't don't need to see his origin story. It's true. Don't care.
0: Speaking of Rob Zombie, though, he was actually offered to direct this movie, but turned it down to work on his pet project, House of a Thousand Corpses. Peter Jackson was also asked to direct. Seventeen scripts were submitted. All of them eventually turned into one script. So they took piece, pieces cobbled from all these different things because they could not find just a single story that made sense to them,
1: dude. And that's that's the thing here. There's so much shit in this film. I don't give a fuck about. I'll agree. So I'll give you that. much shit. I don't
0: care about. And that's the thing. A lot of this. A lot of the excess stuff is is stuff. For fans, but then the other part of it is they have to try to over explain all this stuff to the people who who have
1: no idea just on the off
0: chance you're watching some asshole forces you to watch this for a podcast, right?
1: But like, listen, if you're gonna do that, I mean, if you're gonna make a movie like this, you just have to, I know you want to draw people in, but you just have to accept it. Like, yeah, make it for the people who have seen it. Fuck people like me who'd like have not seen Cause you know what, if it's an interesting movie, I'm probably going to go see it anyway. And I'm not going to see a movie like that yeah. for the story. I just want to see two fucking crazy people <laughs> fight. Which doesn't happen for an hour and five minutes in this film. Have I mentioned that yet? (laughs) Well, and that's a quick fight scene, and then they're back to talking again. Yeah, and then they go another (laughs) fucking 20 minutes without fighting
0: again. So most of the earlier scripts dealt with cults that were attempting to resurrect Freddy and Jason to come back and fight. This is my favorite pitch, though, was in one early draft of the script, Jason Voorhees had been captured and restrained by authorities and would spend much of the film on trial for his countless murders, and his defense lawyer would have been the lead character. That had (laughs) been are you
1: fucking imagine him on the fucking stand like testifying but he doesn't say anything he just nods and shit that'd be oh my god what a fuck (laughs) like why did why was anybody allowed to move forward on
0: this project because you know again these movies cost nothing to make and they always return to profit and their hope was if we can put some money into one we can make some money and they did it paid off for them i mean i guess At one point in time, a sequel titled Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash was considered, which would have included Bruce Campbell's iconic cult character from the Evil Dead trilogy, Mm -hmm. and they've also tried to consider uh, how they'd bring in either Michael Myers or Pinhead or Chucky. They've tried to make this another movie with one of those characters thrown in the mix. I'm telling you
1: right now, leave
0: (laughs) the fucking Evil Dead alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. Well, he's already, he's he's announced that he's retired from the character Bruce Campbell did after they failed to renew the Ash versus, Ash versus Evil, Evil Dead Evil which is too bad because I like that show. Yeah, and I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And lastly, new lines uh advertising budget for this movie surpassed the marketing campaigns for all 10 Friday the 13th movies. Combined,
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man.
0: So they cared about this movie. I remember there was also a lot of re- wrestling plugs. Like there was a lot yeah. of combined advertising with WWE at the time. I there remember. was a lot of
1: WWE style, like fighting. fighting oh in yeah. This There's film. also a lot of new metal bra. There this is, is early a lot 2000s. of new metal. You know, I can always tell when we've picked a movie that you're really passionate about because we're 18 minutes into this podcast and we haven't started the movie at all. I mentioned the most interesting thing about this movie was
0: its past and how it got made. Now we got to talk Talk about the movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so say, oh, no. Hey, here we go. <laughs> no, but what I do like is how this movie starts out. It, it gives you a little taste of the Elm Street um, theme song and the Friday the 13th combined and shit. Probably some dumb fuck like you didn't catch that, but for the connoisseur. No, the I film did connoisseur, actually
1: catch that, you
0: sweet. piece of shit. Well, I didn't see you clap or get a boner. <laughs>
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> what do, doing? I forgot. So it's really weird. So I guess they just kind of briefly explain Freddy Krueger's story real quick. He's he narrates. Yeah, he does narrate it, and he's narrating it from hell, but it's like flashback form to him licking photos of little kids, putting them in his... Disturbing spankback memory book. It's creepy. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And I remember in the original movie, he's just described as a child killer. It has nothing to do with molestation or anything. And they really built that up over the sequels. And the remake really hits that part, like really delves Dude. into the child molesty part. And that, it's like, I don't want it. I don't want that in my serial killer. Cause I kind of like the, like you like that character. He's the reason you go to these movies. Dude, there's a ton of like yeah, sexual of... and domestic violence in this movie. Well, yeah. I mean, don't come on, Snowflake, no, brush there it is. Off.
1: <laughs> oh, no. my God. No, I'm kidding. The You're very right, though. The, this I would say there's a lot of unpc shit that goes down in this movie. Some of the dialogue, too. I remember there's a specific scene I'm sure we'll mention where I looked at you and I said, Oh, <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> Uh,
0: But then we cut to what I really like is it cuts to a montage of like all of his kills and stuff as he's just narrating it cuts to all throughout the movies and whatnot. And again, as a fan of this, it's like, oh, shit, they're not doing what some of these movies would do, which is like, fuck what you guys know. Here's like what we're trying to tell you, which is what they've done in other sequels. (laughs) This movie seemed to be like, I'm going to try and take everything that's canon and make it fit which is an impressive feat it doesn't work and and they stumble their way through it but like i appreciate that they they do try the efforts there and that's fine so after this little montage of kills we we i guess cut into jason's dream so jason is dead but he's having a nightmare
1: from beyond the grave i guess where he's killing a very uh very voluptuous naked woman Oh, yeah, he is. My God, the nudity in this film.
0: Oh, right off the bat. And again, as a kid, I mean, 13, 12 years old or whatever, when this movie came out. Yeah. I was very excited to have a pause button. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, so he's chasing her around and the dream kills her and then he's visited by his mother, correct? He is. So... Freddy needs
0: power in order to kind of get out of hell, essentially. So he wants to send a message to the people of this town that he's still alive because they've tried to bury the memory of him, essentially, to get rid of him. So he enlists Jason to kill some people, basically, to to start some fear. And he hallucinates his mother, who's basically like, kill for them, make them remember what fear tastes like. And they couldn't get the actual Pamela Voorhees back because she was like, no, I'm not going to come back to your fucking Freddy. Fuck you, yeah, (laughs) But after his mom tells him to rise up and kill again, he wakes up, stands up, and then we get a little n- new metal dude. Oh, I'm dead. Dude, fuck the music. In
1: oh, this it's film. terrible. It's <laughs> awful. It's so bad. They don't care either. They're like, nah,
0: no, keep playing it." Then we cut to uh Elm Street, which it's, man, this town has weather issues. We were talking about how it's raining
1: every shot. Dude, it rains fucking every lightning. five. It rains every night. It, <laughs> it rains every and, single and night. And like one second, you're raging in a cornfield, and then the next second, it's fucking pouring outside. It's crazy. It's, 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 it's global warming. It's what it is. It's weather. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's
0: a message film, yeah, if no. anything.
1: Yeah, wake up. So, uh,
0: our lead character, she's played by Monica Keener. Her name is Lori, which, by the way, is the lead Lori Strode. Halloween. You get what they're doing here. Yeah. Just another reference in this weaving web of winning.
1: Listen, it's a complicated film with a lot of thought put into it. Yeah, speaking
0: of thought, they really know how to they really capture the teenage experience uh, oh, where all these thirty year yeah, olds are
1: talking about high school dialogue. What are these talking- Which one of which which <laughs> one of the three stooges would you fuck marry or kill? Dude, I mean, we can vouch. Three we? high school women talking about yeah this. about the fucking yeah three high school women in the two thousands yeah. talking about the three Stooges yeah, yeah. two guys in their mid twenties in two thousand eighteen talk about that absolutely yeah we for do all sure the time. of course yeah. I mean which one of the three Stooges would you fuck marry your oh
0: shit dude I'm killing the one with the curly hair curly. <laughs> no no uh no it's yeah no curly i'm killing curly yeah you're killing curly no wait mo no no curly's the, the one without the hair i don't know dude, dude i don't <laughs> fucking know the three dude. stooges <laughs> i used to watch it all the time for some reason curly's the bald one mo and larry yeah mo and larry ah
1: fuck dude i mean jesus christ man i was just trying to make a joke <laughs> things were going with it i guess but Ooh, we really fuck. derailed it cut
0: all of them. no <laughs> So we're introduced to our little gang of high school students here. One of them is Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. She plays Kia, I believe. Then there's um, my favorite character is Trey, Who's the boyfriend of Gib? I believe. I remember Gib from
1: Ginger Snaps, but yeah. Trey's just a yeah, dude, you can't... Trey can't be your favorite character because he's my favorite character. <laughs> Trey you're is a like, real Trey, dude. Yeah. Trey is like Ryan Philippi and I know what you did last summer times like a billion. Hey, babe, don't I don't make me ask you twice. No, like he, they literally get done having sex and she like throws her arm around him. He's like, Babe, I thought I told you I don't like to be touch afterwards. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you and he like, walks in and he like she gives him a kiss and he's like,
0: oh, your breath smells like menthol.
1: <laughs> yeah, because she was smoking <laughs> yeah. cigarettes. What a cool guy. And he also like asks her to go upstairs and, and fuck. And she's like, oh, hold on, Like, I'm just talking to my friends and like, I don't really want to have sex right now. Babe, not going to ask again. <laughs> Whoa, Jesus. dude. He's got a buddy, Blake,
0: and Blake is trying to get with Lori. Um, Literally, who could care? <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> who could care?
0: Yeah, nothing really happens here except for First real kill of the movie
1: uh, And it's a pretty sweet one It's I think it's the best kill In the movie Which is It sadly might be Yeah Yeah.
0: But it's it's definitely Probably the most memorable Trey's up there After you know Post coitus Yes And uh, he's about to take A swig of that Sweet sweet beer And instead He gets a Fucking machete Plunged through his back Like 30 times Yeah And then If that's not enough He's gotta make sure The guy's
1: dead So He closes the bed It's like one (laughs) of those Fold up (laughs) beds And he closes it And so he breaks his back Like the opposite way. It's
0: pretty awesome
1: It is Cool and like easily the best death for a character who I wanted in this movie way more. So, off to a bad start, movie. The actress, by the way, Catherine Isabel, who played
0: Gib in the movie, uh, we see her breasts, but that's actually a stand-in. She was actually very vehemently against doing nudity, and the director Ronnie Yu, was a real fucking perv, I guess. Was I like, mean,
1: do it. I mean, I can imagine. There's even he like tried a- to get the lead actress to do the same as well. Really? But she refused too. Yeah, this know, guy Ronnie might be a Yu. real creep. Yeah. Oh my god! Yikes.
0: But that doesn't stop them from really accentuating the cleavage because they go to town. They go to town
1: on cleavage. Um, Yeah, it's bad. So they go
0: outside, fucking screaming in the middle of the rain again, and they pull up on, uh, what's his name, Lachlan Monroe, the deputy, uh, scary movie, <laughs> the guy who's portraying
1: Ryan Filsey. Why actually. would you do a satire about slasher films and then come into like maybe one of the biggest slasher films ever? Because your name is Lachlan Monroe, and you take
0: every fucking script that comes across your agent's desk. I'm, I'm just kidding. AKA actually, I like Money. This guy. I like this guy, and Money. money yeah, talks. it's Money, it's Money. But at the police station, uh, Lori's being questioned, and after they leave, she falls asleep, and we get a nightmare sequence. I actually kind of like this one. Most of them uh, are really, I would say, unoriginal, and and but this one, there does seem to be some visual style here, especially when she's walking down the hallway, and that little girl's fucking creepily, like, turns around with no eyes, and Yeah. she's like, his name is Freddy Krueger, and she basically explains his origin story, and that he likes to, you know, do shit to little kids, especially little girls. Yeah.
1: It's creepy shit. Gross um and she wakes up and you know she's rightfully distraught she goes home and like her father, who's like a doctor Ugh. or something, yeah. is trying to give her medication that she refuses to take. And she's like, I want to go to school, even though like a friend of stuff. Oh my God, I skipped over what's his fuck got killed too. Blake, dude, my yeah. best. I my forgot best, that Blake, Blake got killed. Yeah, yeah. Blake
0: is, is chilling on his front fucking porch there. His dad comes out and gives lamenting, him shit.
1: Lamenting the death of his best friend. Out
0: loud, by the way. Everyone speaks their truth out, they <laughs> out do. loud to themselves. But he's like, I'm going to get him for... I'm gonna get him for you, Trey. And he sees this fucking shadow, and this is really terrible. See, early 2000s CGI where Freddy Krueger's not strong enough quite yet to make a real impact, but he makes this fucking conjures a goddamn he's ghost like, spirit ah. demon that flows through him. And then, and so after the ghost goes through, him, he's like, "Oh, That's- I'm all right.
1: <laughs> <He just laughs> oh yeah, away. I'm okay. I'm all right. Just
0: <laughs> God damn it!" And he's like, "Oh, I'm not strong enough yet. Time to let Jason have some fun." Then he goes back on the, wakes up, and he looks over at his dad, who's staring very vacantly off into the distance, and he, like, touches his shoulder, and the dad's head falls off. Jason's fucking chilling there, like, yeah, I did that shit. And he kills him. Yeah. It's one of those real stupid lift up your, I hate this, lift up the sword the machete, and then you cut to a wall being sprayed with blood. Real cheap. Yeah. Not a fan. Grow up. Show me it. Show me it. <laughs> Now let's get into these two fuck faces, because these two I am not real fans of. It's not that I dislike their characters, it's oh, more that I ew, dislike the journey guys. they take us on, because it's so much just extra bullshit. No, but I don't like the characters. Shut up, they're my favorites. So Lori's ex-boyfriend, Will Rollins, uh, he is in Weston Hills <laughs> Psychiatric Hospital, along with his
1: buddy Mark Davis. Do we need their last names too? Do we even need their first names? I didn't yes, know what they because the fuck they're memorable characters is. and we love them. Will was one of them, right? Yes, of course. Will is Lori's boyfriend. Yes, so he that's sees the only one I uh,
0: a television report uh, seeing that there was a murder in the house of Lori. And of course, he's freaking the fuck out because Lori was his bitch. And then he just discovers, you know what, we got to get out of here. So they staged this very elaborate, and when I say elaborate, it's super easy and kind of dumb, uh, like ruse to get it to escape. And now they're out, and their first thing that they want to do is basically freak the fuck out of everyone in the
1: town? Yeah, I they, they fucking sneak into the high school... First of all, they're dressed like they haven't been in a psychiatric ward for <laughs> well, well, the last... Well, the one go flew over home? the cuckoo's yeah. nest, like... Yeah, like that the they're fucking, all in yeah where they're all like, shit. all the extras are like, have their head in their hands, like, nah, I'm fucking crazy! Um, <laughs> one guy's asking about checkers. Yeah, one, I mean, one guy's just martini from... <laughs> Danny DeVito from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But they're like, dressed as normal high schoolers, like, did you guys stop home or something? Did your parents say anything? <laughs> are they curious about all this? What is Happening.
0: But the cops are blaming Blake. They say that, like, he killed Trey, then killed his dad, then killed himself because they're trying to bury, you know, Freddy Krueger's legacy Voldemort, the name we shall yeah, not speak They don't speak loud. his name. So we get a few more of these goddamn characters, one of which is uh, Linderman, who's played by uh, Chris Marchetti, I believe. I've oh, is him this? The girl next is door. this, this uh, is...
1: Miles Dano? Yes, Miles Dano. <laughs> <Miles> Dan- <laughs> He's Miles Dano because he looks like a cross between. <laughs> Miles Tellerman and Paul Dano. Miles Teller and Paul Dano Miles would look like Teller. It's not Tellerman. <laughs> Tellerman. Yeah. I fucking hate Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> but you love Paul Dano. I love Paul so Dano. So, what a conflicting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, image that must I did, have been. I, his face. I had a rough time with this character. <laughs> but he's a real nerd dude in need of bashing oh for sure this kid oh this kid's asking for a
0: bashing and so yeah at school that day will and mark come up and basically <laughs> mark's just like one two freddie's coming for you he says that in your dreams better get some fucking caffeine bitch never sleep again
1: <laughs> he'll kill you and every fucking <laughs> kid in the hallway is like what who are these kids? mark you're scaring her yeah. Oh yeah Let's talk
0: about So this Will uh, He's played by J- uh, Jason Ritter John Ritter's son mm. Not the best actor no. Not the best actor here uh, It seems like every line He's on the verge of crying And laughing at the same time Yeah he's
1: talking at one point About like someone killing another person And he's like smiling the whole time Yeah What's going on <laughs> bud You alright
0: so uh the the sheriffs and shit show up so they run out of school uh meanwhile Lori it once again is freaked out because she passed out when she saw will she hasn't seen this dude in years how has this said how long it's been was it 12 it couldn't have been 12 no it's been a, it's been a good few years he left way.
1: he she said earlier that he left when he was she was 14. Or something like that. You oh, we were 14 years old when he left. Because they were or like Romeo like and Juliet. Yeah, they were like, like down. Yeah, they was down. Okay, but and so I assuming by the law of movie high school, they're probably 18. Four years.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so she's in the nurse's office. We get this other stupid little. Again, they have this amazing concept of dreams and nightmares and what you can do inside them. But they do this silly little like got your
1: nose <laughs> yeah he just rips you? off her nose or something like yeah, she's that she's
0: looking at like a beauty magazine a surgery magazine and whatnot and yeah <laughs> just comes out rips her nose off she wakes up oh shit that would have sucked that was scurry but she's good to go and they're good to go to a fucking cornfield rave party
1: my yeah friend. in in honor of trey's death trey <laughs> trey and blake Oh, yeah, Blake's gone, too. Well, but they all think Blake fucking killed everybody, so it's really more for Trey, which, honestly, I'd party for Trey, too. That guy looked like he fucking was down with the partying. (laughs) Fucking missed Trey. Man, I wish I could go to a goddamn cornfield rave party. Dude, this cornfield rave party looks fucking amazing. dope. They got, like, literal barrels of beer. Or I guess, as the kids would call it, kegs. So Will goes to finally
0: chat with... Uh, Lori during this this party and we skipped over what he had just chatted with you know what's his fuck mark about you, you finally figure out what's been happening and why they were in Weston. Oh Hills. yeah that's right because they do
1: because they <laughs> run this. away from the school after they've been caught because like hey those two escaped the psychiatric ward. And they're in the high school. Let's not run after him. Let's slowly walk after him. So they run away. They go to the library where they're doing research on, like, all the deaths in town. Yep. And they're all redacted, dude. <gasps> Someone's conspiracy, trying to cover it up. Yep. but you know what? We shouldn't. Ca- we shouldn't talk in one place for more than five minutes. Let's lo- let's move to my van. <laughs> they do this in movies
0: often. Sometimes when it's really stylized, like an Edgar Wright type of movie, if it's yeah. cutting there, you know that it was all purposeful. But this just seems the director was like, "I'm kind of bored of this location. Let's just get out of here." Because it literally me up to the establish this van, <laughs>
1: very different location. Yeah, this van that comes <laughs> into play. It's yeah, it, this it, thing's it, integral does, to the plot. Yeah, but we find out that
0: so. Will thought he saw um, Lori's dad kill Lori's mom because Lori's mom is dead. She believes that she had died in a car accident. Uh, but when he went to the police, I guess at the same time, Mark's brother had committed suicide. And b- these were both incidents that were both clearly connected to Freddy Krueger in the minds of the police. So they yeah, just threw obviously. them in a fucking uh, mental institution to shut him up and to make everyone forget. Now we're caught up. He's trying to explain <laughs> this to Lori, but... Fucking, what's her ass? Kia comes up. They haven't seen each other for years, and she knows how important this goddamn guy is
1: to it. But she's like, hey, we're in a cornfield. Let's Let's fucking (laughs) dance. What, are we going to stand in a cornfield and not dance, you fucking nerds? Yeah, speaking of nerds, Linderman grows some balls. Yeah, Miles Dano is there. Yeah, tells her off, and then they start dancing for whatever reason. I'll never call him Linderman, by the way. He's Miles (laughs) Dano. (laughs) Miles Dano. All right, fine. But this is probably my second
0: favorite Maybe kill scene. Well, I mean, kill scene other than the actual battle itself. But I do like this this little cornfield slaughter. But first, so... Uh, Gib Gid What's her fucking
1: name Who cares Fucking Trey's girlfriend
0: Trey's girl Oh so we gotta Identify her by the
1: <laughs> No but he comes back Trey was more memorable Than her though Very
0: I'll give you that one So uh, Trey's girlfriend Gib <laughs> Stumbles <laughs> off Into the cornfield uh, When she sees Kind of hallucinates And sees Trey Who's like Hey don't make me ask you twice Like follow
1: me babe." What I, I, I'm dead for a day And you're out getting shit faced you old know, Gib <laughs> Yeah which you know He's a dick But he's also like kind of got a point. No one seems no to take one that gives. seriously. Okay, <laughs> that's a thing in this movie, and we'll talk about it after this scene. Yes. No one gives a shit about any of this. <laughs> like, no one cares what's going on. So... She uh, winds up falling asleep, passes out drunk, and
0: having a nightmare with Freddy Krueger. It's his classic boiler room situation. Yeah. Meanwhile, her body, she's unconscious. Some fucking Dude, some fucking creep.
1: weirdo with got- fucking glow sticks all over him. <laughs> yeah. He just gets on top of her and uh. starts kissing. It's Dude, that was the scene where I looked at you and I was like, Ro- oh Ro- my shaggy, god. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> fucking do that. Yeah, he's a walking STD. Yeah, this that is a rut Ro- Ro- shaggy. But luckily,
0: fucking Jason comes to the rescue. You because just as Freddy Krueger is about to kill this woman, this poor woman in her dreams, whilst this guy's about to rape her in the real world, he fucking comes
1: through with a goddamn spike, picks the guy up, and launches him. Through the Although, in the process, stabs her, so she dies too. Oh my yeah, god, she does die too. Girl. But
0: I mean, wouldn't you rather have that than the alternative? Yeah, no, it's true. Can you imagine being raped in the real world while
1: inside your mind you're being murdered? Jesus Christ, man. That's a darkness this I can't This poor imagine. girl had such a rough couple of days. First of all, her shitty boyfriend, Trey. Yep. Uh, he's a dick. But she's then he gets to k- menthols, yeah, too. And she's addicted to menthols. <laughs> that might be the worst. <laughs> Smoking kills! <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, she just has a bad go of it, man. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ.
0: So so Jason then takes, you know, the party to the cornfield party. He as he's walking through these these two I guess they're you know what they're downright bullies.
1: They're jocks. They're jock well one of them's just like the Okay, fat one guy of them is drinking Blues. a pitcher, <laughs> a pitcher of Everclear vodka. Have you ever had Everclear vodka? This Everclear is kicking my ass. Okay, that's because it's grain alcohol. <laughs> what and he's drinking a fucking He's a bro, dude. Yeah, I mean he's cool, cool, and I want to hang out with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they basically after Jason twists one guy's fucking head around as he's poking him and whatnot, the guy throws the Everclear on him and sets Jason on fire. There's a pretty cool, awesome like above the cornfield shot mm-hmm. as he's wandering around on in flames. Yeah,
1: and then he comes through and fucking massacres this party. I'm not kidding. Probably 17 to 20 kids fucking just slaughtered at this cornfield rave. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he's doing it while he's on fire until yep. he gets put out by a keg of beer. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah. Some of the shots in this, like the hero
0: shot, because, again, they're framing this. The director, I will say, has a, a pretty nice visual style. I'll say the, the CG in this is dog shit, and some of the, uh, the editing, editing is a bit is bad. but yeah. the way it's all composed, the way it's lit, I think the director has a really nice eye, and... Uh, this scene's pretty badass. Most of it's all shot on like steadicam, so it's like whizzing around him as he's fucking slicing people, and it's it's practical like, yeah, you know, um, f- effects with the b- blood and shit shooting out of him. It looks pretty cool. I yeah, like this. Scene. There's a
1: couple. There there are a couple pluses in this movie. Not many. <laughs> Why don't you go find yourself a pig to fuck? Yeah, that's a negative. <laughs> that fucking guy. I'm glad Jeff he Rowe. got he got fucking destroyed with a flaming machete, and I'm okay with it.
0: Look, instead of going to the police after countless
1: people are dead, they go home. Let's just all kind of <laughs> go home. Let's sleep this one off, gang. That's Not a, a sing- single mention of like, <laughs> like maybe we should call the cops. Maybe Does we anyone should... call this in? No, they straight. No, they straight up. Just like go home, and she's like, "Ah, I don't know, we'll figure it out tomorrow. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? So, the cops are in on it, dude. I mean, but the cops would still be like, okay, I guess we have to explain why 17 of our high schoolers are dead. Maybe we should call their parents. (laughs) Collateral damage, dude. I mean, just insane. So, they, you know, they split up, and it's just uh, Will and. What's her name again? Lori. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Again, pouring rain. Yeah,
1: it starts to rain, even though it was literally nighttime. Yeah, well so but, well, it's nighttime and the corn rage is done, so now it has to start raining. But yeah. it held off for the corn
0: rage. Yeah, and her dad comes out and pulls, you know, pulls Lori out of the car, and there's this whole confrontation between her and him and Will, and then she runs inside and basically finally confronts him, like, Did mom actually die in a car accident? Show me some fucking proof, guy.
1: Yeah, do you work at the mental ward? I thought you were just a doctor, which I didn't know. Just sleep it off, Lori. Sleep will solve everything. Yeah.
0: No but she runs away dude she escapes and eventually winds up meeting up with
1: will once again and they go over to uh what's his name Fucking mark dude mark, mark davis, mark,
0: davis dude. <laughs> mark is he at his parents house this did anyone
1: dude he's gotta be at the his the parents house because him? he's like opening up his drawer he's blasting music he opens up his drawer to like see pictures of his brother like do your parents know your home and if you're a wanted fugitive why haven't the cops checked this <laughs> yeah, out? Obviously
0: that'd be numero uno on yeah. my list, Mr. Although Police. to be May fair,
1: seventeen people are dead in a cornfield, maybe less No let's... one
0: knows at this point, probably.
1: I've <laughs> no idea. That's the confusing <laughs> part, we don't know. Whatever, dude. He's just gotta pop a pill of wake aid. (laughs) He's good to go. Fuck this. He like he's clearly dreaming because it's foggy and like steam coming out of the bathroom. He walks in and there's nothing around. So he's like, gotta stay awake. Goes to the fucking medicine drawer, pulls out a bottle of something called wake aid. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? Like caffeine? What is it? A caffeine pill? It's a caffeine pill, sure it is. (laughs) It's cocaine. It's cocaine. But like a fucking you, jabroni, a noob. he drops it down the drain because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he turns around and his brother's in a bloody bathtub, dude. This is a pretty cool,
0: again, a good visual thing. And then as soon as he, like, opens his mouth, every time I hear Freddy Krueger in this movie, and I'll say most movies, I just never find him that intimidating. It's always, like, funny. though always just like, <laughs> I wanted
1: people to remember. Well, you know, for a villain who's supposed to be, like, intimidating and, like, Suspenseful. He talks an awful lot. Well, he cra- he's always cracking he's jokes. So like the chatty. The first one was
0: very like serious,
1: and then they just kept
0: getting more kind of you know. Well, ridiculously- he's so chatty. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. If
1: we have a bitch count, he said bitch at least like eight <laughs> times, right? Of course he did. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, he's
0: screaming on and on, going on. And I do like this part where this shot looks up and he's just like,
1: "Somebody, please wake me up." Please. Yeah, he's so he's obviously getting killed, and Freddy's like take a message for me and all he has to do is be like yeah okay and he probably gets away scot-free but he's like fuck you i'll never do that so freddie burns a message onto his back that says freddie's back get it yeah that's pretty good yeah very good it's a smart intricate movie and will is doing that fake
0: laugh cry thing in the window there (laughs) great jason veteran. Yeah, thank you very good but yeah, after Freddy kills Mark,
1: oh hi Mark. So for some reason, him, uh, th- him, Laurie the nerd. <laughs> oh, this is the best. Yeah, him, they- <laughs> Laurie the nerd. Uh,
0: oh, we have, we didn't mention the Jay and Silent
1: Bob ripoffs, but one of them's J- yeah. like a a J ripoff. Uh, yeah. What is it, Lind Lindbergh, Lindbergh, yeah. It- I thought it was free. No, it's Freebird. Freebird. Because I thought they were saying Freebird. Me too. The entire yep. time, and I would play Freebird. Well, yeah, he's he's a stoner. He's even got the hat, just like in the long hair, just like yeah. Jay. And he is the worst. <laughs> he's the absolute <laughs> fucking worst. But they're all like hiding out somewhere. Yeah, it's in. I think it's that guy's basement or someone. Someone of their friends' basement. Who could tell? But uh, so they're all discussing. They're like, "Oh, Freddy Krueger." You know, they're talking about who Freddy Krueger is. And then out of nowhere, out of the shadows, comes... <laughs> what's his fucking face? Lachlan I wrote the deputy stubs. <laughs> the, the decu- <laughs> because deputy he's stubs. like, I just want to know who killed 17 of our friends at the corn party. And he's like, his name is Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Come right in, why don't you? There's not an entrance there. That's a corner. That's a corner. He he actively hid there before they got there. (laughs) And for a little bit of background, this deputy apparently is a new deputy in town. He can't figure out why nobody wants to talk about, like, all these murders. (laughs) Understandably, wow, 30 people have died in the last night and a half. You guys don't want to really talk about this? Nope. We'll just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Steady Hills just hangs out with the local high school kids. And for some reason. What are you guys doing? Yeah. And for some reason, he has a background on the Crystal Lake killings. The Jason Voorhees killings, he just, like, knows about it. For whatever reason, they play it, and I
0: guess they have to do this for the plot's sake, but they play this off, like, Elm Street and Camp Crystal Lake are, like, 15 fucking minutes away. They're a hop and a skip away. Yeah, I think they're states apart, if I remember
1: correctly. Dude, can you imagine, like, if just this many people died in weird circumstances this close in geography? Like, (laughs) the, the fucking government would carpet bomb this town. Anyway, but so he walks in on their teen hangout And he's like, can I chill with you guys? <laughs> Fucking narc um, And then all the, everyone starts delivering
0: this real weird sinister dialogue And then we realize, oh shit, we're in a dream here But the only thing you really gotta know from this situation is After you know, Freddy portrays her dad and starts licking up on her face. She grabs his ear and pulls it off from the dream world and wakes up in the real world holding his bloody ear. It's the, you know, it's the same thing that's been introduced in previous films.
1: Yeah, that if you hold on to him and wake up, he's gonna come out into the real world. So,
0: boom, there's our plan. We gotta try to get Freddy into the real world, but first we gotta find out how to, we're gonna try to never sleep again, essentially, so they try to get more of that Hypnosil shit, right? Yeah,
1: because they find out that uh, Hypnosil, which we did see in the beginning, but it wasn't explained what it was that's called good writing you set it up in the beginning very subtle. it is it is it's foreshadowing um <laughs> <laughs> he uh Hypnosil keeps you from dreaming so it doesn't keep you awake oh, but yes, it keeps you from yes. dreaming yes. Repre- oh, it suppresses crazy. your dreams so they break back into the loony bin to try and uh steal it because they're like you know what like at least if we're awake we have we could deal with jason but we cannot deal with like our dreams yeah and this
0: mental institution what is why does it need this control room this thing's out of star Oh my Wars. god dude there's buttons and
1: flashing knobs it's the fucking it's, it's the deck of the st- death star it's fucking crazy <laughs> it really is intense they, they even have the security system where they're like we have a breach in sector 12 there's something tracking them like a fucking heat signature or yeah. something Wait, turns anyway. out turns out jason has followed them in so they come in they Try and they're looking for the hypnosil but fucking stoner needs a fucking jay break <laughs> needs a J break Freeberg literally stops miles dano and he's like <laughs> you he's like smoke up bro because they're like not here better keep moving they all leave and he's like hey let's get a jay break in what <laughs> it'd be like stopping in the middle of jurassic park while the t-rex was chasing you <laughs> Uh, you know what? Really quick, or like I'm they're in stressed the, out. Yeah, they're in the kitchen scene with the velociraptors, <laughs> and like she's, like, sh- sh- she's like, "Be quiet!" But first, don't be <laughs> um, Oh,
0: but what comes after is just a goddamn atrocity. They, he, so he's getting stoned, and now I guess he's falling asleep in this stoner uh, yeah state. Yeah,
1: and out from underneath the door crawls a fucking. A CGI stoner caterpillar Freddy caterpillar well I think it's supposed to be the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland because he takes out a hookah
0: yes he does he Ugh. takes a big old rip and he blows it in his face and when he wakes up there's all these goddamn creepy ass people sitting up in their uh, hospital beds pointing
1: at him and murmuring whispers and shit it's yeah. kind of a creepy image and so Freddy kind of takes over the stoner body and uh, starts dumping all of the hypnosil down the drain. So what a noob move. Yeah, very noob move. Um but he also he gets some of the what is it, the fucking trank tranquilizer. Oh yeah, some Trank juice. Yep. And uh at this point the gang has been is being chased by Jason. Yeah, he electrocutes Stubbs. Oh my, my favorite fa- character. Yeah, I fucking will miss Stubbs. <laughs> for life for some reason miles dano still alive in this thank god for now yeah for now um but they- yeah freeberg uh, gets all the juice
0: up and as he he fucking plunges it into jason's neck and gets sliced in half it's a pretty cool and this visual.
1: folks one hour and five minutes into this film is the first moment Freddie and Jason actually meet face to face, and even
0: in this moment, he still is Freeberg, really. You know what I mean? And then, then he well, and, well no, oh, because goes in the dream. His dream, Yes, yeah. and then finally, because you're trust right, me, you're I right. I, I tested it
1: was a minute four when he plunged the, an <laughs> hour he, four, yeah. Oh, and while he falls asleep, he also slashes Freeberg in half. Who cares? Pretty cool. It was a cool. Who <laughs> fucking cares? Shut up, dude. We no, can, it we're was kind of the kills. It was kind of cool. Um, but <laughs> so they have their fight and. Uh, it's going it's, it's really okay. Silly,
0: no, it's really silly in the beginning, and and like I get what they're kind of going for, but it's almost like Looney Tunes shit. Because in the Dream World, obviously Freddy has all these powers, so he's using them to kick the shit out of Jason while yeah. he has this advantage. So he's crushing him with shit and lifting him all around and playing fucking pin
1: wheel pinball with him and shit. Yeah, and this is where he like. He makes the water start falling. Yeah, on this shit. this
0: infuriates a lot of fans of the series because there have been movies where Jason is in the water all the time, coming out of the right. water and shit for whatever reason. I guess like they really had to boil it down to its basics. Yes, he did die in water; he drowned. And Freddy, yes, was burned to death. So how do we fire in water? I get what they're going for, right. but it's a it's a real like stupid thing to see this giant hulking man stop at the sight of a fucking. Little tiny waterfall. <laughs> he's like, Oh shit. And then he's reduced to literally a crying baby, like a goddamn yeah. mongoloid
1: kid. Yeah. So they're trying to like keep them he's they're in the real world, they're trying to keep Jason sedated and then also put in Lori so she can grab Freddie and bring him into the real world. I've never understood this. And, and this then Freddie like, and
0: Jason can fight in the real world, yeah, where he like you can have home field advantage because at this point now they know that Freddie was responsible for. Uh... The death of the mom, right? Yes. And so that's why uh what's her fuck. Lori really wants to kill Freddy, so they're willing to, I guess, side with Jason to <laughs> to put down the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I guess. So this is what I've never understood is I guess it's inception style. I don't know how they get her into his dream. It makes no sense whatsoever, because she's just falling asleep. But we're led yeah, to he's believe he's not
1: actively going after her jason like isn't it. no yeah jason's
0: and that's the thing jason i think is literally just woke up and was like fuck i'm gonna start killing again i like killing so yeah, killing's, killing's pretty cool, sweet. and uh, i like doing it yeah what's crazy is so fucking freddie fingers the kid's head fingers into his brain and then we go into his dream within a dream i guess and this is what i'm really confused is because then she wakes up in a flashback of jason to like when he is a kid and it's showing like kind of how he drowned his tragic story Freddie's there fucking a counselor and it's like (laughs) who's who's dream am I in now dude it's because so fucking
1: dumb and I thought at
0: this point like oh maybe they're just maybe she's just having uh, her own dream with but it's about Jason but no because he's drowning Jason and then in the real world Jason starts like spitting up water and shit so it's the same thing that they're all inhabiting I don't know how there's
1: no fucking point DiCaprio's in the back of the fucking van yeah exactly spinning (laughs) his fucking top <laughs> so stupid but anyway uh jason eventually does wake up though and laurie's able to grab freddie and drag him into the real world after a very distasteful like I'm gonna finger you with my knife scene like he almost rapes her he does almost rape her cause then after she thinks that she's you know
0: waking up from the dream after Jason disappears when he wakes up she actually gets sent to another dream I guess her own dream or nightmare and Freddy's there again she's chased around her house and meanwhile they're trying to wake her ass up they're beating the shit out of her but she will not wake up for whatever reason Jason's fucking chasing him and shit it's pretty scary they finally get to the cabin and uh Shit's finally really starts to build up and go down. Uh, Miles Dano is... Bitch slapped into a goddamn metal post, and he is not going to make it. Yes,
1: does not survive.
0: <laughs> Kelly um, Rowland takes one to the face as well. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> but anyway, eventually, as they're dragging her out, uh, Lori's hand falls into the flames, and she wakes up in her dream and in reality, wherever the fuck, it all coalesces. They fear the drop <laughs> in yeah. inception. It all comes down. Yeah. She wakes up, pulls Freddy out, and boom, some new metal. Here they are. Yeah,
1: minute 17, in the fire and the fury we're gonna actually get some fighting they fight they fight they fight they fight they fight
0: movie over so this oh. is a strange occurrence where i will say the best part of the movie is hard to talk about because it really is what you paid to see what you came for yeah and i'll say like and some of it's entertaining some of it's real stupid the parts that i i do not like are the, you know, when they take out finally fucking destiny's child there she has this whole oh she's the about- worst
1: death ever where she's like making she's like making fun of freddie she's like Oh, well, you're not so scary. Yeah, you're not what, you so Yeah, what do got the small little butter knives compensating for something? Jason's yeah. got a big, fat dick. And she gets fucking slashed into oblivion Yeah, she by Jason. calls him
0: the F-word, too. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, well, because it starts
1: all off when he turns oh, around yeah. and he's like, oh, how sweet, dark meat. Ew, dude. God, man. Jesus <laughs> Christmas so they fight it's okay
0: <laughs> yeah it gets just more increasingly brutal as it goes along it, to the point where and i've listened to the the director describe like how he wanted this to be it's like fucking just like two gladiators going at it and the blood is just out of control like
1: dude they as got a kid
0: b- i love this because it was just so it's it's everything you dude, want Dude,
1: genuinely when i was watching i was like well how are either of them still alive <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, that's the point. They're two unkillable things just fucking hang, hacking away at each other. And they literally just stabbing and stabbing. And eventually, uh, what's her fucking, what's his face? They light the <laughs> goddamn dock on fire and then blow them. One both of my favorite, before they go in there, before they get blown into the water, he fucking takes Jason's eyes out. And Jason plunges his goddamn hand through Freddy into his, like pulling out organs and shit, yeah. dude. I love it. It's well, amazing. his stump,
1: because he ends up cutting off his fingers and taking oh, yeah. a machete yep blah 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 blah
0: blah, yeah they get blown up into the water uh eventually freddy comes out holding the machete you think it's jason he goes to kill laurie but jason one last gas plunges his fucking ripped off arm yeah by the way ripped freddy's arm off (laughs) plunges it through his chest and we think everyone's dead laurie delivers one last welcome to my world bitch and cuts his head off Everything seems to be good. We awake on a new dawn. The fog is licking the lips of the the pond there. And there are no water, police. No even police. though A fucking
1: enormous <laughs> gas explosion just happened. Why was there so much gas next to the? Fucking- well, there was just propane tanks everywhere. I don't even know what that location was. It seemed like a mine, maybe because there yeah. was also all those like propane tanks that were lighting on fire. And I don't shit. know. But anyway, there's no cops. Jason walks out of the water. He's holding Freddie's head. Freddie winks at the camera. Cut to black. Some more new metal, directed by Ronnie. You, Freddy versus Freddy Jason. versus Jason. <laughs> Jesus, Christmas on the cross. Well,
0: I already know that I'll probably be more positive on this than you. Let's start with you, oh,
1: Zach. God. Okay. And I was
0: also wondering uh, before we get into your kind of critical analysis, do, who did you did you think
1: anyone would be dubbed the winner? No, did you? No, no, I didn't think for a second that yeah. anybody was actually going to come out the winner of this movie. Yeah. Like, Which is what they kind of do. I, I would say Jason well, is kind of the winner. That's the but... problem with these movies is that really you're going to kill off these characters who you've invested fucking so much time in. It's kind of the Avengers. Yeah. It's kind of the Avengers of scary movies. You're not killing these characters off. I know you're not killing these characters off.
0: No matter how many times you snap your fucking fingers, Thanos.
1: <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen Avengers at this point, where it's been out for like three weeks, what are you a noob? Yeah, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> you're a nerd for not seeing Avengers. God, the world has changed. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, Freddy versus Jason. What are your thoughts, man? Oh man, it sucks. It sucks, man. Like, I, I, I can understand the appeal of slashers. I really can, and there are a couple that I genuinely enjoy. I this man, it just hits all the wrong buttons. It's fucking. You know, they have certain elements, all these slashers. There's bad special effects. There's bad acting. But usually there's at least one thing clicking in this movie. There's not a lot clicking in this movie. I will agree with you that... uh, What is his name, Ronnie? Ronnie Yu. Ronnie you know, he has his moments of, like, you shot that pretty well. But, I mean, the editing's bad. The story's fucking stupid. It makes no sense. It, it, honestly... And I, I'm going to say this, and you might get mad about this one. I was bored. I was bored out of my fucking mind. There was just no discernible plot that I could find. I I didn't know what was happening until, like, halfway through the movie, I asked you, wait, why is any of this going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, and it takes a fucking minute. It takes an hour to get to the two characters, Freddy versus Jason. It takes an hour hour for yeah. them to get to Freddy versus Jason it just man I like this is the problem with these kind of movies in development hell you want to make them so bad but at what fucking cost <laughs> when you're just gonna sacrifice so much in the name of a good movie uh 30
0: 30
1: yeah it got a 41 on rotten tomatoes 30 yeah. percent, man i just i can't recommend it to yeah. anybody i really can't and you know if even if you're a fan of both nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th i still can't say i recommend this movie i think it's just kind of an affront to the characters <laughs> so as a fan of both series i will say uh
0: I like the idea of it more than I've ever liked the actual movie. The execution, yeah. It, I mean, it's a feat that it even came together, and, and it's something that I would rather have exist than not exist. Just to see them on screen, just to say that we've we've seen it. It's it's a little disappointing that this long went into making the movie, and this is what we got. Yeah. Uh, because I understand the amount the, the the hoops they had to jump through. You know what contrivances they had to create in order to fucking finagle these two things together because again you mentioned it earlier like why would they put these two characters who really have no reason to meet or exist in the same world like why would we make a movie about that right
1: and it shows you know something that you just said uh you know kind of makes me think you said that it is kind of a spectacle just that this movie came together and maybe back in the 2000s that's that's definitely true but i mean now you got that shit happening all the time with cinematic universes you know it's true this, so this it, movie, I, I think the spectacle of it at least now if we're looking at it as does it hold up i mean just the idea of two universes meeting doesn't really hold up because we do it all the time now
0: the movie is is considerably less impressive as the years yeah. <laughs> have come i will yeah, agree it with does that. not age well the uh, but because these movies haven't had an, a traditional sequel, neither of these movies have had a traditional sequel since this movie. Both of them were remade or right. rebooted. But I do think that honestly, when comparing them to the other movies in the, se- I think they're better. This movie is better than half of each of the sequels because again, they're they're well, not great voul- movies. I can't vouch yeah. for that. They're not great movies, but as fans of these series, a lot of us recognize that, and a lot of us are just pleased to see the characters interact and for this it's similar to like when you watch fucking star lord and iron man talk to each other because it's just like oh shit like never thought i'd live to see that but right it's kind of fun but you're right that's kind of all it is and i'll say if you're not a fan of either of these these series it's completely evident
1: that the movie does not work yeah. it doesn't work i mean these these kind of series uh, just just get ground into the dust these 80s horror slashers that happened. <laughs> yeah and i'm kind of all for it i know like yeah. a lot of people hate them and i know that uh
0: they were considered really poor taste when they were first released and now they've kind of got a cult following but i i would watch another three more of these sequels tomorrow <sighs> even though i know they're terrible so right, i will say that because they're it's really not the worst of either of these series and because i admire kind of just like the 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 difficulty it must have been to try to get these together. I want
1: an objective rating from you.
0: An objective rating. Look, all right. I will give it two scores. I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a forty-five. I'll give it a forty-five. I, me myself, I would give it like a fifty-eight because I do <laughs> think that it's close to being a positive slasher movie. Just because it's it's such a weird concept and and the fact that they bring them together and I love the characters and it doesn't quite bastardize them, but it's not. Anything you need to see if you're not a fan of these man, movies, man. I just I, there's so but many. But a 45, honestly.
1: There's you know. just there's so many horror movies that are done way better to me. Yeah, no, I, you'll this, agree. This
0: is this is a junk food horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, put it on, it goes in one and out the other. And yeah, but
1: I just don't even know if I want to watch it as junk food. I think I just like. Don't want to watch it again.
0: Look, don't watch it again if you... If you I'm not going to watch it again. You, you, no, of course, <laughs> you're not going to go back and revisit the other sequels either, are you? Zach? No! You should have a You should have a marathon one day. Just go through all of them. By myself? Well, I mean, that'd be sad. I'd, I'd join <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't want you there. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, there you go. Freddy versus Jason. Don't ever bring it up again. <laughs> been clamoring well, for that
0: I one. have been clamoring for a while. And, uh, you know, you're going to get me back with next week's movie here. although
1: you seem very see i've always been like okay man whatever you seem almost excited to do next week's movie i
0: do because because it's a movie that i've seen a bunch of clips from it's also a movie i understand a lot of people enjoy but
1: also can understand it's not a good movie dude i'm gonna tell you right now uh this was one of my favorite i i owned the vhs of this movie i played it all the freaking time And I know it's going to be terrible. I know it's going to be bad. I'm excited to watch it, though. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah, man. It is, I mean... Did you ever see the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The so, original one with like I, Corey I, I was never,
0: as a kid, I genuinely really wasn't a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers. I just didn't oh, wow. get You're into either of them. I know, I know, I get it. But <laughs> but I have been able to appreciate the quality and what they were going for in later years, and so I've actually watched the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. probably, I'd say, five to ten years ago, but that's it. That's all I'd say been.
1: the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie is the only successful Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. It's much darker than I thought it would be. It, it's way dark, yeah. and it is... I mean, it's very much an 80s movie. Yep. Um, and I w- it, that'd be an interesting one to revisit, too, because I'm not sure if it's really that good, but I would say it's probably the only one that people will be like, yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, this one... I know that it is general consensus that it's bad but I'm almost thinking maybe it's not that bad because there's a famous scene at the end that everybody fucking hates understandably but and we're we're getting ahead of ourselves we'll get into this next week but I like to believe that the rest of the movie holds up a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, we'll- I hope you eat those fucking words. Yeah, I kind of hope I do too, Jake, because I've given you shit over Kangaroo Jack, and <laughs> although you fucking you, Kangaroo I knew Jack. I knew this month, well,
0: like the last few weeks, I knew that Kangaroo Jack and Freddy vs Jason would be two movies that I wanted to talk she about. He fucking and we watched, me but that you would hate
1: because he was like, because we were picking out the episodes, and he's like, oh yeah, why don't you pick three and I'll pick two? And I was like, oh, that's very nice of you, and I should have fucking known. Next time that happens, that's, and, no, no, next that's time never that happening again. No
0: Stuart Little is coming. No, next.
1: that's never happening again. <laughs> And we're only coming to consensus after this. We are not watching Stuart We are Little. watching Stuart Little mark my fucking, I fucking words. I hate that movie. I hate you. That's going to do it for us, I guess. Um, please... Check us out on uh, iTunes by searching us, Nostalgia Be Damned, or you can listen to any episode at nbd.podbean.com.
0: Tweet us at nostalgia damned. Uh, Write us an email at nostalgiabedamnedpod
1: at gmail.com. Don't forget to share, review, please. And I I know I just said it, but share, 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 share with your friends. Let us, let them know that we exist. It helps us out. uh, We're going to be start, uh, we're going to start being much more
0: vocal, much more. I would say, using our social media more in in the coming weeks. I, I hope. yeah, I should um, probably grab the. The password to the Twitter.
1: You should indeed. I feel like I'm a little bit more versed in Twitter. That you
0: are. Yeah, that
1: you are. But
0: yeah, we're gonna try and really start push this out because we really want to actually start growing this um, this brand. this show. We've, yeah, <laughs> brand. We yeah we, brand. We've had to be like relatively quiet about it in the mean term, in the the, the short term anyway, uh, yeah. because of you know employment stuff and whatnot. But yeah, but at this point we're
1: 47 episodes in.
0: Yeah, and things are changing, so we'll see. It'll be a, an exciting future for the show yeah different so,
1: beautiful love yeah so fucking tell your friends please that's good yeah that's gonna do it for us in nostalgia be damned have a good night now
0: i have a story that i'd like to tell about this guy you all know me and am scared as hell he comes to me at night i call it to bed He's Shows up when I'm asleep I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street